One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Welcome to the NBA Daily Ding on the Athletic NBA Show. Ding, ding. How about we can just watch basketball? I like that idea. Hello and welcome to the Daily Ding on the Athletic NBA Show. I'm Dave DeFore here with Mo DeKeel for your Wednesday night update. Coming up, Pascal dropped 50. The Cavs hold off the Bucks, and the Bulls win at the buzzer. Before we start, don't forget you can get this podcast without ads by subscribing at theathletic.com slash NBA show. Pascal Siakam scored a career-high 52 points, and the Raptors ended the Knicks' eight-game winning streak 113-106. Mo, the Raptors are not what we would call a good team. Neither are the Knicks. Pascal Siakam is a very good player, though. Well, I think you also bury the lead. They also stopped their losing streak. How many games were the Raptors have lost in a row at that point? I think we're at like six. I don't know. I'm sorry, I didn't do my homework there, folks, on just that number. But Pascal was amazing. And the most important, most impressive part about it, Dave, was just how aggressive he was. And you can tell by that because he got to the line. Let me pull up the exact number because this one I can get for you right away, Dave. He got to the line 18 times. That says a lot right there. Also, the Knicks, for the love of God, stop fouling. Whole other story. But his aggressiveness is what led to a lot of that and really kind of helped to push the Raptors over the line on this one. And he basically did everything for him, Mo. 52 points, 9 rebounds, 7 assists. Can Pascal Siakam get some help? Like, maybe just running some offense? Now, they scored a lot in transition, which when you've got a team built like this, that's great. But, man, nothing came easy. You mentioned him getting to the line. He basically sealed the deal with an and one layup at the end of the game. He was he was on fire. He was on fire. I thought Fred Van Vliet was pretty good, although his percentage, shooting percentage-wise, wasn't big, but came up with some big buckets for all of those things. And I think that's kind of the important thing. But here's the impress. This is, the, this is where they won the game. They had only five turnovers as a team. The Knicks, 17. They got 18 more shots than the Knicks in this game and got to the line four more times. That's, I mean, that's the ball game right there. You get that many more opportunities, you better win the game. I asked you this during the game, Mo, but I'm going to ask you here. Look, they did not shoot the ball well. They just don't shoot the ball well. They were 9 of 34 from three in this game. Why don't the Knicks just play zone for the entirety of this game? I, I, I'm frustrated here because, you know, you watch Pascal Siakam just carving up the Knicks defense, getting to the basket, and if they had zoned up, it wouldn't have been possible. Yeah, I mean, just to your point, the the Raptors went 9 of 34 from 3 tonight. It was zone up, make it easier, crowd the paint. I think there's an element of just this team isn't quite built to play zone. You'd think they would be, but I just think they generally don't, and I, and, and they're kind of a little hesitant in that regard, and that might be a Tibbs thing. That might just be the lineup that he runs, but they just, they should, but they didn't. And, you know, for the Knicks, great game from R.J. Barrett. Another great game from Julius Randle, 30 points, 13 rebounds. His aggressiveness on the glass, I thought, kept them in this game, especially late. Um, but Jalen Brunson held to seven points in this game, 3 of 14 from the field. That length of the Raptors was really bothering him. Yeah, and that's where that's where that stuff comes in, right? That's who they attack when they have, bring their length in. It's not so much the the big guys as much as it is the guards. And, you know, to your point, 
He had five turnovers in this game. Now, granted, he had 12 assists, but five turnovers is too many for Jalen Brunson. You need him to kind of at least have closer to just three or two at most. And I think that was the problem there for them. And I mean, kudos for the Knicks. They fought. They made this a game. They kept coming in real close and then couldn't seal the deal. R.J. Barrett made a big dunk to take the lead 102-101. And then the Raptors just went on a run right there. And I think that kind of just sealed it for them. But this is a promising thing for the Knicks. You streak got snapped, sucks, move on to the next one. But this has been a good run for them. They got to keep the vibes going there. They lost a close one. Pick your head up and get moving. In Cleveland, Giannis scored 45 points his season high, but it was not enough, Mo. The Cavaliers beat the Bucs 114-106 thanks to Donovan Mitchell's 36 points. Darius Garland had 23. Jared Allen had 19. This Cavs team is legit, and they seem perfectly positioned to be able to defend the Bucs, Mo. Yeah, when we talk about the East, we really just talk about the Bucs and the Celtics. We need to start making room for the Cavs. They're a game behind those two teams. And I think the important thing everybody needs to understand is they've beaten both of these teams feels like pretty regularly at this point. And when you talk about being designed to take on the Giannis, look, Jared Allen, Evan Mobley, they didn't score a bunch. But they're big. They can defend. They're solid right there. And I think you're getting your scoring punch from Mitchell, from Garland, and other guys are contributing there. I think they just kind of match up just nicely, Dave for everything that they have. Yeah, the Cavs got out to a great start. They had a 15-0 run in the first quarter. Tonight was a night of just epic first quarters. <laughs> the Nets scored 48 in the first quarter against the Warriors. They scored 91 and, and a half. That's a different. Yeah, so, like, that's... <laughs> everybody, everyone came out of the gate hot tonight, and Donovan Mitchell was, was pretty incredible. And, you know, we knew this was a big pickup when they got him. We were curious how it would work with two small guards in, 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 the, in the front court there. Or, excuse me, in the back court there. Um, but when you've got Mobley and Allen, I, I just don't think it matters if, if your guards can play defense. Yeah, and I think, you know, they really made it hard, especially on Brooke Lopez tonight. I think he kind of struggled a little bit playing. He's normally on the, he's normally one end of the Twin Towers. This time he was going against the other Twin Towers, and I think that kind of made it a bit difficult for him on that end of the, the, the defensive end of the court, dealing with those guys and getting kind of pulled out of position a lot. So, I mean... This is a good team, Dave. This is a really good team. Like, I think we kind of maybe slept on how good they could be, but they're they're looking impressive. You even have Donovan Mitchell playing defense. All of this is looking good for the Cavs right now. Yeah, the Cavs had a big lead, and, and you know, the Bucs, they, they did. I'm not going to call it a fake comeback because it got close. You know, they, they got the lead down to within five, and, and then the Cavs just, and they just sort of held on and sealed the deal. And, Mo, I couldn't help but think, you know, a couple months from now, playoffs, this series here, I think we saw some shades uh, of how Cleveland can actually beat the Bucks in a seven-game series. I mean, I think there's some of that. I think we also have to be a little bit, let's kind of pump the brakes. No Chris Middleton tonight for the Bucks, and, I, and still kind of working his way back from injury and things like that. But I do, I am worried about the start from the Bucks. I mean, it wasn't that long ago they got completely crushed by the Memphis Grizzlies from the start of that game. And then in this game, only 42 points in the first half. That's that's a problem right there. 20 points just in the first quarter alone. Like, I'm beginning to get worried about their starts to games at this point. And this is something I think they need to start locking in and getting better. I mean, they gave up 35 points in the first quarter. Io DeSunmu banked in a putback as time expired. And Mo, 
I wasn't sure if he got it off. He got it off at point one to win the game in Atlanta for the Bulls. 110-108. DeMar DeRozan had 28. Zach Levine had 22 points. Nikola Vucevic had 20. Trey Young had 34 for Atlanta. Uh, but down the stretch, they were going back and forth. They were trading buckets. Trey Young ties the game with a lob. I, this was this was a breakneck pace to finish the game. This was a make or miss game in the end. You know, like remember when we did you and I did the Portland Denver game a while back, where both teams were making them. Fortunately, the Hawks just weren't making enough shots at one point, and it just down the stretch was all make or miss opportunities. And that was a nice setup from Trey Young to have the confidence to throw that lob up to, for that, and then on the other end of the court. I mean, DeSumo with just a big tip in. Bogdanovich misses the box out, and you, you just can't have that in the final second of a game. Yeah, and kind of a funny scene. Uh, John Collins got caught underneath the Bulls as they did their dog pile celebration, and you know <laughs> his teammates were in there trying to dig him out of the pile, and and it was it was funny. But the Bulls, I think uh, they they kind of rolled off when they realized he was under there. Uh, John Collins on the trade block. Uh, I think the Bulls just incorporated him. Into that team, were they, were they just trying to like you know just sort of kind of like embody him in some way, and just he was going to come out in a Bulls jersey after that? Uh, that that's I'm sorry, it was just a bad joke. I went nowhere, Dave. <laughs> Oklahoma City, the Thunder beat the Blazers 101 98 thanks to 27 from Shea Gildas Alexander and Mo. Look, this came down to Damian Lillard getting a shot. To win the game, and um, I I just can't believe he missed. I got I got four letters for you. D O R T. Dort Lou Dort was all over him. Normally, I feel confident about Dame when he has the ball in his the final possession, and you think like, okay, he's gonna make it. He was just hounded by Dort when he even when he went to the step back. Dort was right there and ready for him. On that, like, you, you know, we're so used to Dame hitting these shots. When he was shooting this one, I would have been stunned if this one went in, Dave, because that you couldn't play better defense than that. And that was an impressive, impressive, just defensive stand from Lou Dort. The Mavs beat the Timberwolves 104 to 99, thanks to 25, 10 assists, and nine rebounds from Luka Doncic. But really, the story of this game, though, is that. Down the stretch, the Mavericks started hitting their threes. Reggie Bullock was 0 for 5, but stuck his last two threes to close out the Timberwolves. And look, this is the story of the Mavericks. When Luka does everything and the guys make shots, they can win games. But when they miss shots, in this game, they were 13 of 39 from three. So 33%. They did not have a great night shooting the basketball. But when they needed to hit those shots, they did. And it's amazing how much better they look when they just hit the open ones. Yeah, and I think that's the more impressive thing. Of their 13 threes that they made tonight, six of them were in the fourth quarter alone. I mean, that's kind of the the deal with them. If they're going to when those guys are going to make shots, they're probably going to win games. And I know I'm not breaking news or anything, but what I'm saying in that sense is just Luka creates everything for them. He needs these guys to knock down these opportunities when they get them and Bullock coming through down the stretch was big for them. I mean, they need him to get going. He's been slowed out of the gate. He's been struggling a little bit. They need him to find his rhythm. They need to get those other guys going. But, it, I mean, Dave, like, just the Mavs frustrate me. 
we've seen them we've seen them do this over and over again. We know how this story ends at the end of the year. They got to do something. I think it's time to switch it up and and maybe even switch up the the style of play. I mean, you know, I, I was watching them with Rudy Gobert on the other side, and I was thinking, wow, Rudy Gobert actually would have been a guy that might work with Luca as a pick and roll partner, but also help the defense make it make it so it's not such a heavy lift for these guys on every single possession. Uh, in Brooklyn, the Nets really did smoke the Warriors. They had 91 first half points. They finished the game 143 to 113. Of course, no Stephen Curry for the Warriors. So this is kind of what we expect. Uh, Jordan Poole was negative 31 in this game in 26 minutes. But the, the key story here, number one, Brooklyn playing really good basketball right now, but they, they smoked a bad team. That's what decent teams are supposed to do. But James Wiseman, 30 points in this game, Mo, 12 of 14 from the field. Not too shabby for the G League guy. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to poo-poo this for a second there, Dave. 30 points, minus 12 in the plus-minus box score. Just saying, just saying, this is just like, I'm just saying, like, you know, okay. You know, hey. a lot of that was in garbage time. I'm not, you know, I know he started the game seven for seven and everything, but man, I, 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 if you need to hold on to something as a, as a, as a Warriors fan, that's something you're going to point to. But this one hurts. And the, the stuff that really kills you is Jordan Poole going one for 11 for three. This is the guy you put a whole lot of cash into. Everybody was fired up with them. And, and now this this is the the result after he gets paid. Like, this is this is painful. Yeah, it's not very good. And we got to get James Wiseman some help. I, I think that that's the big takeaway from this game. That's going to do it for today's show, folks. Thank you guys for listening. Mo, let's get out of here. Ding, ding.